0: Welcome to the Ian Bowsfield Experience. I'm glad you're here. This series of podcasts are just things that come up in my mind when I'm thinking about playing, when I'm thinking about teaching, and general thoughts about music. There are some things here that I hope you'll find really useful. And don't forget, if you've got any comments or if there's anything you want to discuss further, go to ianbowsfield.com. Hello, I speak to you from a beautiful and sunny Switzerland. As I look out of the window, I see no vapor trails in the sky. There's no traffic noise. I live in a quiet place anyway, but it reminds me of life when I was a kid. When I was a kid, if a car came down the road, we used to run out and see who who was driving it. Um, Times are a little different, aren't they? But this reminds us of what life used to be like. Um, Okay, less of the whimsical sentimentality of a generously put middle-aged man Um, distance learning skype lessons online lessons can they work i have to say that when the possibility of this looked like it was going to become more and more real i said yeah of course hey guys don't worry you know we closed down my business stays open you know we do the work online you're not going to notice a difference it's going to be fantastic does it work no it doesn't work does it um you know sign up here for your online lessons you know uh, you know you can it, I, I don't care how good it is please don't write in and say um please don't write in and say oh you should try this platform i was involved um quite a lot over the years with something called Internet 2, which the New World Symphony in in Miami was pioneering. The wonderful people down there did a great job with that. And that's about as good as it gets, but you need cables as thick as your arm coming into your recording studio um, on your end and also on the receiver's end as well, so, you know, for it to work. We don't have that. Um, Now, you can hear if someone hits a note, You can hear largely if it's in tune. You can kind of tell whether um, it's in time and the rhythm's right, but you have to ask the people to repeat it because you're not sure whether there was a a lag in the internet speed or whatever. So it's not um, totally satisfactory. But there are things out of this crisis that I personally feel I will be taking into my teaching in the future. This is not... podcaster say we're doomed this can never work I'm saying this is how I'm finding it can work now with with my class what I'm doing um, oh and by the way uh, just for your information even before this if anyone contacted me and said could I have a Skype lesson Um, the answer was no if I don't know or didn't know who they they were didn't know they're playing extremely well um for several reasons one of which is i compartmentalized my life into you know home life family teaching playing and conducting um and instrument design as well and podcasts so so my uh, my teaching compartment is usually extremely full and I have to be very careful to limit the amount of teaching that I do. And and by the way, I do do quite a bit. But it's to very carefully selected people where I feel I can really make a difference, where I really feel I can help them. That's the main, that's the only reason to teach anyone, if you think you can help. Um, and so that's the one reason. I don't like to overdo my my uh, teaching. Otherwise, I, f- I find I, I you know, I just don't teach very well um that's the one reason the other reason is online when i hear someone when i hear one of my students who's playing i know extremely well and whose personality i know really really well i can fill the gaps in i can fill the spaces in between the words i can work out what the look on the face means i can um i can hear in what their sound like I can fill the gaps in and if I don't know the person's playing that's impossible so it means I can't really help them Um, so what are the positives of this how can we make this work well let me tell you what what I'm doing with with my class Um, I meet in inverted commas I meet my students twice a week and um, that So face-to-face time online is um, reducing and will continue to reduce. The first week, I struggled to kind of like 50 minutes with each one and I was utterly exhausted after after three hours because it's all kind of one-way instruction and that's not the way that I think is effective teaching. Teaching is really an interaction and with this barrier between us, it's so difficult to set that interaction up. So I meet with them, you know, online twice a week and see how they're going. Some of my students are in isolation in a foreign country um, with no one around to talk to. Um, And it's it's emotionally difficult for them. So (laughs) poor buggers, they they get to talk to me a couple of times a week. (laughs) It must be desperate. But I try and sort of empathize and tell them what I'm doing. And I mean, I'm very fortunate where I live in that I walk straight out of my door into, I can see the Jura Mountains to the front and there's the Alps at the back and I walk straight out into something called the Gourbetal. So you can either run straight out, get on your bike straight out or go for a walk straight out and um, it's absolutely spectacular. I'm very very fortunate and at the moment in Switzerland we are not forbidden from going out into nature. I think uh, telling Swiss people they can't go for walks in the mountains would be a bit like denying the French their baguette um, or the English their bacon sandwich. (laughs) <laughs> it's going to be, That would be a very, 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 very last step measure, I think, to say you can't go out walking in the country. Um, and just on, on a slight aside, the Swiss people are taking this extremely seriously. There is no need. When the Swiss government says, Swiss people, please be careful, please take this responsibility responsibly, they do. So I'm very lucky I can go out, but some people are stuck in apartments. That I have to bear in mind. I feel the weight of responsibility to my students and their well-being, you know, uh, the the whole time. And um, so I meet with them twice a week. So, How are you doing? What are you practicing? What's your daily regime? You know, don't let this be an opportunity to let things drop. We keep needing to work because let's not f- forget, it's the human disposition to strive. The thought of reward without having worked for it is horrific, it's meaningless. We evolve to what we have become now um, by striving, by working and if you stop there's only one way and that's backwards, Not you can't continue to move forwards. We have to, as human beings, strive, it's the human disposition to get up and work. So how do we maintain that what do we do you know what's your daily schedule you know there was i was reminded of a, a wonderful story the other day of, a, of an artist who was asked you know what, what how do you find your inspiration what is what is what inspires you to get out of bed and 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 do the create this art and she said um yeah i keep hearing about this thing inspiration um yeah you know i've, I've never really understood that i just get out of bed and work <laughs> I'm kind of a little bit like that as well and this we are tested this is a challenge of students right now we are tested because without the input of the students it's very difficult to move forwards you know the, the teaching as a service industry is kind of on hold a little bit now and I'm, I'm really loving the in the direct input that my students have to put into their education and some of them are absolutely knocking it out of the park i'm so impressed with what they're doing so we meet twice a week what are you practicing what are you working on how are you feeling you know are you arguing with your mom yet <laughs> you know, all of this kind of thing that what are you working on let's look okay practice this do this da 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 i'm having trouble with this technical issue this one okay think about this and but that is actually becoming the smallest and least important part of the interaction that we have what my students can do is they can record to a pretty decent quality. Most people have, you know, a decent microphone, or you know, even even on an iPhone, you know, or even on a computer. As long as you position it, it's far better quality than anything you're going to get, um, uh, you know, on, on, on the internet. And they so I allow an hour in the morning and an hour in the evening, seven days a week to listen to people's recordings. Now, and and this is the bit that I'm gonna take back um, into my teaching studio. I can imagine at the end of this, I'm gonna have a video camera and and a television screen up for instant replays to give real time comments about what's happening. You see, many of you other teachers out there may already have been aware of this. We're all trying to learn and I'm learning this. And that is that um, when a student plays something in a lesson, in a normal lesson, they're so busy operating the machinery that they can't really be aware of what they're doing. It's so much hands-on trying to man the uh, equipment that, that they're not aware of everything that's happening. Now, what's happening now is they're sending me these recordings and I'm giving real-time, I I play the recording in the background and I'm giving real-time comments and advice over the top of what they're doing. So they can then go and take that away and analyze and listen, ah yeah okay I can hear I'm doing this or I'm here I'm doing this. Now what um, I'd like you to do now is to listen to a couple of examples of this. one is, and I did this quite independently, what I try to do is I say to some students, okay, I want you to record it, and then I want you to give me your observations over the top of the recording of your playing. I will do the same, and then let's look and see how close we are, so you can hear, quite clearly here, my st- students. The slide technique's kind of detracting from the sound here. There's some like weird noise in the middle of the sound. And now let's interestingly listen to the same passage with my independent, remember I hadn't heard his uh, comments to this at all. I independently gave my assessment. Yeah. Did you hear what happened at the end of that C flat? There's something physically happening. You're not staying up, and no, you? oh. So you're cutting it off, listen. Before you play the 16th. there again. Very good, well done. Very, very good indeed. So there we have a great example of the student identifying, he said something happens in the middle of the note, and he went on to say that more and more throughout the recording of the David. And this is a a first class student, as you can hear, Um, even with even with the poor sound recording um, quality. And independently, I heard that as well and gave the technical input, even something as simple as just to keep saying, ah, ah, to the end of the note. Um, And that's how you can really quickly troubleshoot. And this is a part of um, the uh, distance learning that. I'm finding absolutely fantastic and it's not just with this student but several students are saying I'm getting better so much faster because I work on this theory that the more they give the more they get back and I have students sending me three or four recordings a day and they're getting three or four sets of feedback like that per day and I am also seeing this really, I must say, faster than usual improvement, really, really quickly fixing things. So anyway, that's the real big advantage I'm seeing of this, but it relies, it, what we're talking about here is that the teaching goes on to a permanent accompaniment of a student through their daily practice routines. Um, the third part, of the um of the uh online coaching that i'm doing is um i'll be honest There was a guy on facebook called zach kramer who i don't know at all but you know you get challenged to do these uh, listening lists you know like your top 10 albums or whatever well this guy just keeps putting them out there and i don't know who he is i've written to him and said don't know who you are but you you get it right you know he's putting some fantastic recordings up. So I took a lot of the recordings that he had recommended and then added some of my own and I'll continue so to do. And we have uh, now, my class have a 48 album recording list. Historical, some of them going back to, you know, helden 1927, New York Philharmonic. Uh, 1954, Death and Transfiguration, George Zell Cleveland. You know 1960s philadelphia rachmaninoff 2 ormandy oh my goodness me what a recording um and so on and so on and just on that subject by the way something occurred to me um you know when we talk about the great orchestras of the world and listen now please don't don't shoot me for having an opinion i love music and you know if i were to put my top 10 um, albums of all time, I, I bet you at least half of them would be of American orchestras, but you most of the recordings before 1970. It strikes me going back over these recordings, that Rachmaninoff 2 with Armady, oh, it's about the closest recording I've ever heard, where it sounds, if you want to know what it sounds like to sit in the middle of a great orchestra, get your headphones on and listen to that, the recording quality is just so real even on a bloody YouTube version of it. Um, And it's this sound and this style that, you know, Berlin Philharmonic, Vienna Philharmonic, Philadelphia, Chicago, Cleveland, are they on the same level? Yes. On the basis of those recordings, stylistically, musically, technically, they stand shoulder to shoulder with anything that Berlin or Vienna would do now. Um, Unfortunately, I no longer feel that's the case. And I am not saying that to criticise anyone. It's a statement of fact, in my opinion. (laughs) A bit ambiguous, isn't it? Um, I wish it were not the case. You know, things have become very homogenized. Everything's very similar, and I don't see much these days breaking that. You know, the critics' top four of, you know, Berlin, Vienna, Vienna, Berlin, whatever those two to start with, and then they usually put Concertgebouw and London Symphony in there. And I guess that's kind of how it was. People ask me, you know, they say, "Do you miss playing in orchestras?" and Oh, what I wouldn't give to travel back in time and play Rachmaninoff 2 with, with Ormandy and the Philadelphia back then. I don't know whether I'd like to go back in time and listen to George Zell or sit in an orchestra and play Death and Transfiguration with George Zell because he was a bastard, but <laughs> I think they were all terrified. Um, so I don't know whether I'd be too grateful of the opportunity to do that. Um, but anyway, I digress. So there's this massive listening list, and I instruct my students to listen um, for two ways. We train, firstly, we train the subconscious, and then we very directly train the conscious. So training the subconscious is, you sit down, you put the headphones on, or you listen to it the best quality you can. You have silence, you're still. You're at peace. And you listen without comment, without judgment. You don't decide whether you like something, whether you don't like something. You listen to it. And unbeknown to you, or perhaps you're aware of it, your subconscious is working like crazy, digesting, like a sticking in like a sponge, everything that it hears. And we. You know, when you have a trusted listening list like this, where someone who you trust has curated it for you, um, you know, you can just sit back and just let it wash over you. And your subconscious is doing the work. You're training your fantasy. You're training your subconscious. When And when you play the trombone, that autopilot that you're training by doing that will transfer musically into... What you're doing because let's not forget when we play a musical um, instrument, it is the realization of our fantasy, it's not an external operating of a piece of machinery, and this is where I think a lot of people go wrong: is that they try to play the trombone the way they think they've been told to do it, and you know, once I get someone singing pretty well, stylistically. You know, there's not much difference between the way a French person or an American person would sing the Ride of the Valkyries. It sounds quite shocking. But we have the voice is the window into the fantasy, into the into the imagination. Try to create what you have in your head. That's how we play, basically, isn't it? Try to make that become real. And we are training that. It's like having your emotion, your expressive archive, you're adding more books to your library every time you listen to something great. So that's the first way you listen. The second way that we listen is to directly train the conscious. And um, I'll use very clearly, I've, I've made it compulsory for all of my students to listen to at least Philip Jones Brass, at least five Philip Jones Brass Ensemble albums. Um, Because for me, it's still the highest integrity brass ensemble playing I've ever heard. That's different to saying whether it's my favorite brass ensemble. Um, I kind of like No Till Brass myself, but it's a different different thing, isn't it? Um, But Philip Jones' brass ensemble, the integrity of articulation, sound, musicality, integrity, integrity. So if we look at that and focus in on the the trombone playing, you know, on most of them, you know, the great John Iveson um you know and there i i really want my students to 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 turn back to being that two and a half year old kid you know the kid learns to say mama papa and then why <laughs> let's go for a walk why well we're going for a walk why well it's a beautiful day why because the sun's shining why get your coat on we're going out you know it's like and we all. I encourage my students. I encourage it, all of you. Do you like the sound? Yes. Why? It's soft. What do you mean soft? Well, the texture. Well, what is the texture? Uh well, it's kind of like, like velvety, you know. Really? What color? Uh, turquoise. You dark or, or light turquoise? Uh, you see what I mean? You're going. What is it that you like about it? What is it that you? could take into your playing. Can you do that on your instrument? Can you make that sound? Can you play with that articulation? Can you play with that legato? Can you play with that sound concept? Can you play with that phrasing? And, uh, good Lord, is a helicopter coming by. Wow, that's unusual. Um, and so that's a very clear, obvious way in. When you listen to the Alpine symphony, Los Angeles Philharmonic with Zubin Mehta. Where does it take you? What does it do to you? What feeling do you get? When you listen to George Zell, Cleveland, Mozart 40, can you feel the tension between the orchestra and the conductor? What does it do? What emotions does it bring out in you? What does it make you feel? And um, then how can you apply that next time you play something? So those are the three um clearly defined aspects the pillars of my teaching right now and you can probably tell i'm loving it i went through a couple of days of thinking ah, oh, this can't work to now thinking this is brilliant um if we kind of mix up the one-to-one really seeing each other in person in the future mixed in with this I think this is really the way to go. So when people ask you on social media, what benefits do you see from um, what we're experiencing at the moment? We can now say, well, as far as the online teaching is concerned, we are actually really fine tuning it and working out how to do it and make it successful. Have fun out there. And remember, it is the human disposition to get out of bed in the morning and be motivated and and to work. And what I love about this is I'm seeing my students stand up and say, I'm going in this direction with my playing, with my career, and this system is really helping. So there you go. I hope you enjoyed that. If there are any issues that you found particularly interesting, don't forget to contact me. And always go to uh, ianbowswood.com for lots more interesting stuff.